Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of The Glap. Of course, it's me, your host, Paolo. And I just have to say, I'm just so happy that um, I get to do this again today. You know, I'm just always grateful uh, every time I have an Iglap episode. Because as, you know, some of you may know, uh, well, I hope most of you know, right? Not really some. But I do have two versions of Iglap right now. I have the the normal one, which is this one where I have a guest. We, we discuss some... Um, whatever topics and such, right? But I also have the Iglap Short Talks right now, which has been such a blessing because, uh, you know, it's it's getting a good amount of mileage. Uh, people are really um, listening to it because it's actually a Spotify exclusive. So if you guys haven't, um, if you guys haven't, uh, what do you call this, listen to any Iglap Short Talks, please just go to Spotify, just type Iglap, maybe type my name. It has a green logo. And just listen to any topic you want. Uh, so far, I've been getting good um, feedback from people that are non-biased about it. I understand that maybe the audio for the first two or three episodes wasn't so good. So apologies on that, you know. But now the audio is pretty good. So yeah, and uh, I hope you guys enjoy and that you guys learn. So for today's episode, uh, we, we have someone who's been here before. Uh, I think it was maybe around season one when he had several episodes. I'm not sure if he was here in season two. I, I can't remember. But uh, he's been here before. And before we introduce him, I'd like to thank our sponsors. So thank you to Swagat Indian Cuisine, to Massimo Manila, and to Comicat. So again, guys, support local businesses. Comicat's an amazing place if you want to support your local uh, Filipino graphic artists. They have an amazing wide variety of graphic novels. Uh, I think they have the complete chess sale already. They also have the Tarantadong Calbo and such. But anyway, going back. So our guest today has been here before. He's an e-commerce tech professional. He's an avid uh, enthusiast of fashion, sneakers, and coffee. The, the coffee, I definitely agree. Uh, he's a techie person, but an old-school vintage soul at the same time. He considers himself as a life surfer, riding the waves of what, life's, of what life brings in. That was a really good line. An absolute zen chad that never lets anything face him. He wishes to be something more than more, but that is a story we'll just have to see unfold. So welcome back to Iglap again, Josh Arguelles. So, hey, Josh. Hey, what's up? What's up, guys? What's up, Bob? I'm so happy that you're back, man. Like, I think season one was the last time you were here, no? Yeah. Super nice Probably. intro, by the way. I like that. I mean, you wrote it, man. You wrote that's a great <laughs> intro. So what I usually do with my guests nowadays, I'm not sure if you know this, is I always ask them before we start, is to give us like a fun fact about themselves that not a lot of people know about. Oh. Hmm. Fun fact about me. That not uh, a lot of people know about. Not a lot of people know about. Okay, um, I, I kind of have a fear of fireworks. Um, I'm easily, you know the jump scare horror movies? I hate those. Yeah, yeah. Like, like Insidious and Conjuring. I hate those. Like, I, I'm, I'm more, I oh. like the more creepy, um, fucked up ones than the, yeah. the jump like, scare uh, ones. Like Midsummer. I don't like fireworks or... because... It really causes me anxiety. <laughs> no, I mean, that's, it's, that's, it's, it's not really bad, but I just don't like being surprised. Yeah. No, I, I get you. I get you. I mean, fireworks versus bonfires, right? So. Yeah. Yeah. No, but okay. I, I respect that. I mean, I know someone who's so scared of lightning. I'm sorry, thunder. 
that she cries when it happens. It's kind of I mean, a little bit similar, but yeah. Oh, you cry too? I don't cry. I don't cry. Okay, you just you're just like I just really get startled. Yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> I mean, fair enough. All right, so Josh, again, I'm so happy that you're here, and you know, I think the last episode we had with you. Oh, maybe not the last, but we had an episode with you about before about like um, streetwear and all these things, mm. right? So I kind of want to talk to you first about your passion for sneakers because when we were office mates before, I don't think I ever saw you in the same pair of sneakers. I could be wrong, but I don't think I am. I even remember you had this pair of sneakers we're in. Um, wait, do I have a pair of sneakers? To, okay, I don't. But you know how like in the sneaker, right? This is the design, right? I remember, like, in this part, you have to wear it a lot so that the design comes out, like the paint. Oh, falls I know what you're talking like about. A flower or something. Was it a yeah. flower? So there's actually a flower on the tongue part. Yeah. It's, yeah. That one you can see out, right? But um, so it's a black shoe, right? And then yeah. Uh, yeah. When, when you scratch it off, there's like a painting. It's like an art thing. Yeah, yeah, that one. Yeah. Do you still have that? Like a graffiti. I do have that. It's one of my favorite pairs. Yeah, because Galing it. So about that, no, like, I guess maybe, you know, for those who may not have seen your episode and such, why are you super into sneakers? Like, what is it about sneakers that for you, it's like how I collect NBA cards, you know, something like that. Oh, yeah. NBA cards, similar. Um, um, I, I could go on and on, right? So I'm, I'm into fashion overall. So I like yeah. getting dressed. Uh, for me, the for me, and I, I'm sure a lot of people also agree, like people like me, the sneakers complete the outfit. Like how we, um, how we dress up. We think about what we wear in the feet first, and then everything follows. Like we could wear just the basic white shirt, but then the sneakers is really what brings the outfit together. You know. So, um, but how I got into sneakers is really I I love the, um, the stories behind it. Um, I got into so what really got me into sneakers was. Um, the Nike SB line, if you guys are familiar, it's Nike skateboarding line. Mm, the, the Nike SB Dunk, it's um, it looks like a Jordan um, low top, but it's a, it's a dunk. It's um, uh, The Nike Dunk is m- mostly a basketball shoe, but they made the SB line out of the dunk, converting it into a skate just to add more padding and stuff. So every SB Dunk release uh, prior uh, in the early 2000s, had a different story because it was designed by uh, a skater and they had so like their personality was translated into this design so a lot of it was like um one of ones what what i mean by that is like they'll design so i'll design a shoe let's say i'm a skater for nike sb i'll design a shoe it'll never be released again it's only released at that time so i oh, was really okay. yeah yeah and uh, there's a whole catalog of it um you know in the 2000s you still do that magazines and such um, you can see all the catalogs of it. Um, so th- I was like, you know, um, really, um, that got my curiosity, the story behind each shoe. And of course, you know, uh, and then growing up, um, I was a, a Michael Jordan fan. And of course, you know, if you if you guys watched The Last Dance. Uh, I mean, the goat. Netflix, the goat about his last season. Um, you'll, you'll just by watching that, right? Even if you don't know his like full story. A lot, a lot of the, a lot of in the in his career, like the shoes really were a big part of his career. It, it brought the swagger in his style, and then you know, it it um, 
really sort of influenced a lot of the to, uh, uh, up until today's time. So that's the, like the short version <laughs> of what got me into sneakers. I was forgot I was on mute. Sorry, Tito moment. No, but yeah, like, you know, you mentioned the last dance and actually, no, I agree because, you know, okay, so you remember you mentioned that for you, sneaker heads, is that, a, is that an okay term to use? Mm-hmm. Sneaker enthusiasts, you, you know, um, and such. It's the sneakers <laughs> that make the outfit, right? But for like a Tito like me, who's very formal corporate, actually, it's top to bottom how I do it. Wherein, you know, I look at my first, actually, the first thing is I look at my code. I look at my polo, then my necktie, then the trousers, the socks, then the shoes. The shoes are always last. But with you guys, though, I have to agree that that makes sense because there are times when I've seen you like plain white shirt, then you're wearing like um, black, uh, I'm not really sure what you call those kinds of pants, but black, black pants or whatever. But then your sneakers are very, um, sorry, loud is not the best word to use, but it's like the, the key to the outfit. Like, yeah. remember, I told you, I remember the shoe, the one about the, you have to scratch it off. But I don't mm. remember everything else. Like, I don't remember mm. what shirt you wear, what, what trousers you wore, whatever. But I guess... Yeah, we're, we're, we're okay with that. Yeah, because it's the sneakers that count, right? You know, yeah. I, I have... Because as exactly. you know, I play a lot of basketball, right? And I have zero knowledge when it comes to sneakers. Like, I ask, well, who's that? Then like, LeBron. Okay, but I don't know. Is it like LeBron <laughs> 20 or 30? I, I have no idea, right? But I guess the thing is, um, because how I see shoes is I see shoes as something that you use, you know, every day, right? I wear shoes because I don't want my feet to get dirty or to get hurt. You know, it's the practical way on how I see it. But the way you guys see it is, one, aside from it being fashion, there's like a whole ceremony, I guess, on how you even keep them. Like I know someone we're in, uh, so he has the box. So it's like, so like his shoes are in like a special like um oh uh, crap like a special plastic you know those resealable plastics yeah you know like where you put food and stuff like each the ziploc? Has own. yeah ziploc thank you and inside that ziploc are like silica gels so both shoes mm. have that then they go inside the box then aside from that the box has silica gels then aside from that the box goes into its own plastic so I guess right. it's just more of like, because again, I collect NBA cards, right? It's so easy for me to, to keep my NBA cards. Like I'll show you. Um, give me one moment. But I do collect um, NBA cards and I have a special container for them. So I collect championship teams. So I have my Boston Celtics over here in this box. And I even grade my cards sometimes. So like with shoes though, like with sneakers, uh, is there a way for you guys to maybe like grade them? Because like for me, with my NBA cards, uh, the value goes higher when I have them graded. Why? Because it comes in that special plastic. It gets slabbed, as we call it. There's a grade that's put, whether it's like an, a 10, a 9, or whatever. But like with the shoes, though, I don't think you guys have something like that. Or do you? Um, there's, there's a comparison to it, but not really close um you could okay. grade cards just because it's released in different series and um different um and plus you can it's small there's levels to it right but sneakers is um that's it right um um all on the same level however there are so so number one like we 
like we know what's authentic or not, right? So that's number one. I mean, same like Ed which amazes me, uh, fake one. which which super amazes me because I saw this Facebook reel of this girl who brought I don't know if it's like Jordans or whatever, but she brought these sneakers and the eBay per, eBay oh the, the eBay, eBay girl yeah. yeah 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 and then she's like oh these are fake because like one. Um, the tongue or yeah. whatever. Then you know how shoes come with that plastic thing, and she was hitting the plastic and said it should make a particular sound. It's not making the. Sound. I'm like, <laughs> what is this? Like, uh, yeah. I would know nothing about that, you know. But yeah, sorry. Please go ahead. I don't know about that sound, but yeah, I mean, if you're an expert um, to to look at, there's definitely things you can um, you know if it's off or not. The stitching, like how it. Like the form, I mean, some some of you guys, if you like compared fakes, look all look the same to you, but to yeah, us, to like there's a certain be. form. Like, like how you judge. I think bread, right? <laughs> like, I mean, if like bread looks off, I mean, it's um, done by like a cheap company or something, whereas to like a artisan bread, <laughs> bad comparison. But yeah, it's like it's it's like that, um, and different shoes actually have different ways of how you look at it like for example like um like the midsole part the one before the sole where yung samutin at tapakan diba um minsan kahit yung size lang nun, or like and even the 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 really tricky ones is like the actual pattern on those things like for example like tires ba think about tires um when you look if you're not if you're an expert on tires everything looks the same but if you really yeah. look into the like the grooves and, and such, um, you'll know somewhat what is a uh, like an outdoor tire or like a rugged tire, rain tire, something like that, right? Um, so um, things like that. But in in terms of grading, right? Um, so in every shoe release, so actually for for me the the hype goes around how limited they are. Okay, so when 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 Nike uh, Adidas releases these uh, different shoes, um, they have whatever. these, yeah, yeah, they have these things called friends and family, which is like a limited run, a totally different color, not a totally different color. It's like uh, it's like a different variation of the color that's out there, but it's yeah. only reserved for like VIPs, the designers who who actually design them, their friends, friends, family. So these are the ones like. If you compare it's like grade 10 mint condition uh, in the NBA card, something like that, those are the ones in that I, in top of mind I can think are really sought after. And those are really, really hard to find. Yeah, because I remember there's this NBA player, PJ Tucker. I'm sure you know him. Mm. He has, I think, one of the best sneaker collections in the world. Like yeah. he had these well, mellow shoes. Too. Mellow Jordan were in. It was for his football team and like Papua New Guinea or something. <laughs> then Melo's like, how the fuck did you get a pair because that's like not made for public at all that was made for the team yeah right that guy's plug that guy's plug is the mvp (laughs) that guy's plug is the mvp crazy like you know pj tucker i mean i know nba players get paid a lot but okay you you know what shoe i'm talking about right the mellow jordan for that football team you know it's like light blue with white and stuff yeah yeah like how much do you think those shoes are worth in dollars like just at top of mind, I don't expect you to get like the right amount, but you, you know what I mean, like a forecast or something. Oof, um, the the NFL cleats are are not the run is like more limited, right? Especially yeah. those that are no. Actually, it's like not that. NFL; it's football, as in soccer. 
Oh, soccer pala. Yeah, okay. Um, even more so. Mm. Yeah, because it was for a team in like Papua New Guinea. Like, what a random team, you, you, you know? It was because like a of man- like because yeah. of like the obscurity of it. Yeah. Like, would you say like twenty k USD is fair or more? I would say ten to twenty. Yeah. Okay. Ah, well, he earns like what minimum of like five to six m take homes maybe three to four. So yeah, but amazing. Like, I mean, his collection is amazing. I, I saw. I think it was GQ or something. I'm not sure, but like where he keeps them and all these things. Because sorry, yeah, like I understand like the hype and stuff because I'm friends with Ken and I'm friends with um, Nico Mendoza who are like super sneaker people, unlike me. But like okay, so I'm just wondering because with NBA cards, sorry, I'm going back to that example. But with NBA cards, cassette, um, we grade the card in itself. Like the condition, we look at the corners, the autograph, because I collect only autographs. I don't collect anything else, right? But there's no way for you to really, like, do you grade shoes? Or is it more like you see it and you're like, yeah, I'll I'll buy these because they look mint. Sorry, does my question make sense? Uh, Yeah. We we don't really grade shoes. I mean, I unless mean, if it's like we value if it's like unworn, if it's mint condition or not. But, ah, yeah, okay. So, but the polarizing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we call okay. it dead stock, meaning it hasn't been worn, hasn't been fitted. So, it really depends on. So, there's, there's like that's a polarizing topic, right? I mean, for for sneakerheads, like um, there's there's a body of people who believe wear your own shoe, wear your shoes, no matter how high expensive it is. Or how limited this their shoes wear it. There's a there's another side who really is into like just collecting it. Yeah, like what you said, like preserving and um, putting it in the bags with the silicone gel in another box, <laughs> and then they yeah. never see it again, right? I mean, I mean they display it, but they, they never wear it. So um, I'm more on the wear your shoe side, obviously. Like uh, as you. So know, would you wear a fifty thousand dollar shoe? No, let's just say, for example, you're stupidly rich, right? Like super stupid. Like you could buy a country levels of rich. Would you wear a 50? Okay, got up. Let's say, for example, um, you're so rich, right? Like Jeff Bezos levels, you know, like you're in the top 10 of Forbes. Then um, Michael Jordan knows that you love sneakers. So he says, Josh, I'm going to make you a special sneaker. It's your decision to wear it. It's a one of one. Then he makes it, right? Your favorite color, whatever, whatever. Would you wear it? Yeah, I would that, wear that's it. worth millions. For the of yeah, I would wear it to golf to flex. Not <laughs> <laughs> the <to> golf. <laughs> Jeff Bezos switch, right? So like, yeah, yeah. In golf, like normal Tuesday. One of one sneaker. Like the material is super like okay, like it's for example, it's leather from like the firstborn calf on October, you know, something like that. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> ridiculous like materials, you know. I would I would wear it. Yeah. I mean I you know, even if I wear it like to go for some some yeah or, or to whatever, yeah. I, I am very careful always about my shoes, no matter what they are like. It it could be the most simple thing. It could be the most expensive thing. But I I I I, I don't know if you noticed. We we take a lot of caution when we step on the floor. <laughs> I I don't know if it's 
you can you can i know people who are like that. plastic around the shoe or something it, it looks like the thing that you put in your head but see that goes too far for me i mean if you're gonna if you lose maybe then sigil but i mean normally you can just walk like an astronaut for a bit and uh, uh make sure you don't step on a puddle you know those those yeah. kinds of stuff which like a lot of people um i i'm really surprised a lot of people don't care i mean you'd wear anything and step on a puddle and then I'm amazed. Well, I mean, I know it's like normal, right? but I'm really amazed when people do it. Like, what's your shoes? <laughs> like for us. Like, but yeah, I mean, I'd wear that one of one, 50,000 or whatever, how much that is. I'd wear it a few times, make Dude, sure I, I, I mean, don't damage Jordan it and put it back. For you. That's not 50K. That's probably a million. Million, I Michael so. Jordan goes to you and says, Josh, I'm a huge admirer of yours. I want to make you a shoe. Dude, that's not 50K. That's like a freaking million dollar shoe, man. I mean, I still wear it. I still wear so it. Like but yeah, that, I mean. Yeah, so like with that one, sorry to cut you off. But I, I there's this show I watch on YouTube um, where they try like the most expensive stuff. Like it's either the cheapest or the most expensive. I can't remember the name, but it's by BuzzFeed. Um, so it's usually this white guy and this um, Asian American. And the reason I watched them originally is because they kept on trying food. And you know how much I love food, right? Um, so they tried, let's say, some. The Try Guys. Isn't it the Try Guys? Yeah, yeah, the Try Guys. So they have like $5 sushi versus, let's say, $1,000 mm. sushi. Or $2 caviar versus, let's say, 100000 caviar. They had a shoe episode. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to watch it, right? So they just tried on, let's say, the typical, I don't know, like $80 shoe or whatever, whatever the minimum is. And like, okay, that's it. But I remember though, um, when they were going to wear the most expensive shoe, I think it was probably like 150k USD or something. Like they went to this special store, and the guy's like, This, you know, the shoe that's 150k. But they didn't make them wear it. But since they're try guys, what happened was the guy gave him a twenty thousand dollar shoe, and that's what he wore. But he didn't walk, it was just simply the shoe, his foot. In, out, that's it. <laughs> yeah. And the thing I mean, is, the funny thing is, it, the yeah, but here's the funny thing, right? The shoe was there, but the foot of the try guy was like the guy who was helping him was really putting it slowly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. Like, you know, um, I guess people find it strange that I collect NBA cards because that's basically cardboard, right? With like a Sharpie signature and that's it. And you collect shoes. So, I guess like with with sneakers. Uh, so sorry. Like, what's the most, I guess, rare sneaker that you have? I mean, I don't expect you to have like the PJ Tucker levels, but like, what's the rarest that you have, right now? And maybe you can tell me the name so I can Google it, just so that I can see how it looks. It's probably that one you said earlier. Um, the, the 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 paint one. What's the name? I, I just want to see it again. So it's an Air Force One. It's an Air Force. Okay, search Air Force. Nike Air Force One. Okay, one second. Um, because I typed, I typed Air Force and something else came up. Okay, Nike Air Force One. Para noise. So it's like parachute. P A R A noise. P A R A the noise. <laughs> See two point or no? The the one. One point The black one. This is super. What it's? Oh yeah yeah yeah. This is the shoe with the flower. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the shoe with the flower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the one. This is the one. Okay. 
And if you don't mind me asking, so I wish our viewers could see this, but you guys can just Google it. It is the Nike Air Force One. So Air Force and One are three separate. Then Paranoise 1.0. It's on all black shoe with the sun on it. And like what Josh said in the tongue, uh, the, the paint it's breaks amazing. out. Yeah, it's a date. Okay, yeah. Why is it rare? Like, how rare is that shoe? Um, it's not super rare. I don't. I don't get lucky with a really rare one. No, but I mean, um, you consider it rare though. Like, how rare is that shoe? Again, I don't expect it to be a one of one or. Anything. I mean, you would know if it's rare. Um, when you ask how people got it, it was all a raffle. So like wherever you, wherever it was being sold, um, you'd right. have to enter a raffle just and that's for what you uh, did. A, an opportunity to buy it. You don't win it, man. They don't give it for free, of course. You have yeah, an yeah. opportunity to buy it. So, like, they, they, they have to funnel the demand like that. So, me, meaning uh, the the supply of it was really low compared to... Like, how low could that go? Like, how many pieces? Um, I don't know if it's, like, insider secrets, but anyway, it's, like, less than, less than 100 pairs. And it wow. could be less than a hundred pairs for the Philippines. That black shoe was less than a hundred pairs for for uh, for a brand. Uh, I mean, that's that all. Sometimes that's all they get. Even I've I've experienced like wow. Um, I think I know some shoes that are just sixty pairs. So I'm not gonna. That's so crazy. If it's yeah. less than a hundred, that's it. Because I guess like, I, sorry, I I keep going back to NBA cards because like you know with cards, right? You get that. It's easy to make a one of one of that because again, it's just paper. You know what I mean? It's just paper. You said it's one of one. That's it. But with shoes, though, you know, you have to get materials. You have to, like, melt the rubber or whatever, right? Yeah. 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 So that's crazy. That's crazy. So is the design finally out? What? The design? Oh. Because like, the, the the tongue and stuff? Ironically, I haven't worn, it, worn them that much huh? since the pandemic. I've worn Man. them a handful of times. They're still kind of so looks... How like you remember what it? it is. I'm what? so curious. I'm so curious what it is. No, you can you can just search. Some people have really etched the whole thing off. No, but um, I don't want to search. I want to be like when I see it with you, like whoa. I'll wear it all the time. <laughs> Even at home, no, you're just like, Ooh, I'm wearing yeah. this shoe just to see. So, like with that shoe, okay. For example, I mean, it's you know, it's somewhat rare. Um, like if you then if you never wore that shoe. For example, how much could you resell that for? I assume you bought it for like what, 10k, give or take. Yeah, around that, around that price. Okay, so sabimo 10k, um, but I'm sure it could be a bit less or whatever. But what's the resale value if you never wore it? It goes around um, 30, 35. Wow! Like you never wore it, you can get 30k out of that. If you really never wore it. Actually, yeah. this this pair is really good. It's, a lot of the people appreciate if it's scuffed a little bit because now the I mean, then it becomes like a one of one. It depends on how you scratch the thing. It becomes a totally unique design, right? So it still kind of goes around 20-ish if it's scratched. But so still, it's really, that's crazy. Yeah. Because like my I think one of my best investments was so remember when Kobe died back in 2020, yeah? Mm. Um, I got a Kobe autograph card. And I got it for a, a specific amount that is way lower compared to now. Then for some reason, 
like a month later after I got the card, the value became times three. So that's what kind of happened with your shoe. The, the value became times three. Yeah. Yeah, you can say that. Yeah. So like with that one, because, you know, the thing with shoes, unlike other stuff, whether it's Funko Pops or cards or whatever, there are sizes, right? You, you could be like a six or a seven or eight or a nine or like me, 13. Um, is there like a different value if it's like a smaller size, a bigger size? I mean, you get my question, right? Like the size um, dictate the price? Really good question. Um, actually, it is. It does. Wow, okay. So, I mean, obviously, um, the brands sell it all at the same price per size. But yeah, whether you're a 13 or a they're, 5, they're, yeah. it doesn't matter. There are things called common sizes. So universally, what I mean by universe is around the globe, the most common sizes are 9 and 10. Wow, that's um, around, around that. Yeah, 9, 10, 11. Good. Um, yeah. tw- the 12 upwards. Uh, and then 9 below. Uh, that's actually me. But um, it's, it's common, but for Asians only, right? So 9 and 10 globally. So when people resell these sneakers... The nine, the nines and tens usually go for higher. Wow! All right. So, for example, let's just use again your your Air Force One Paranoise, right? Let's say a never worn one is thirty k. That's size nine to ten. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, but let's say it's size thirteen. For example, how much would that go for? Like again, just estimate. I don't expect you to get it right. You, you know what I mean? It's probably still gonna eclipse thirty, high twenties. Um. Okay, so, so there's like a, a thing. There's a thing. Then, if it goes to like thirteen, fourteen, sometimes it's not. It goes. Apparent. It's like a reverse psychology. Like nine and ten is pretty common. A lot of people want it. A, a lot of people are in that size, so the price is high. But the thirteens is limited na onwards. So it becomes more rare. It, it becomes more rare. So you oh. know this kind of dynamic. Then. Okay, it okay. Goes parang, so, 8, 9, 10, 11, 13, 14. Okay, how about let's do 11 since you put it in the low part. Like, how much would that go for? I mean, I said the high was 35. So, like, the 9s and 10s go for 35. If um, some 11, some people so highball it to 40, I don't know. But the, the 11s should go like 30 ish. Okay, that's not a pretty good amount, though. Especially, it doesn't, just going it to doesn't, do... no, it doesn't really fluctuate that much i mean five yeah. two, two to five k is like the difference between sizes but because like really for important? example like with nba cards right um if you have like a 10 a pristine black 10 then the price is like huge right then if you do a nine a 9.59 still high 8.5 is like let's say the card's valued at 30k if you have an 8.5 it's maybe 40k but if you go eight and below in terms of grade it's like 30 then 25 it really goes low by a lot mm-hmm. you know what i mean that's why when you grade cards you only grade the cards that you know you're going to get like an 8.5 with because if not it's not worth it makes sense i mean I, i've been lucky with my grading so far like i was super happy with what i got so sorry before we continue uh we have a couple of comments here so from mikey medina who was a guest here a few episodes ago so he said hi paulo and josh then Hello. Neil Rivera is here saying yo, another sneakerhead. Yo, what's and up, Neil? Ina is here. The right Ina is here. Uh, the shoes complete every outfit, Josh 2020. I, I agree. I mean, when Coat it comes to shit. 
<laughs> Definitely. I'm going to ask for your permission. Like, if I can finally afford to have merch, I'm going to have that as one of my shirts. Is that okay with you? Yeah, I'll put that in the shirt. Yeah. Definitely. And I'll give you a free one. You and Ina, I'll give you guys free okay. shirts. So, like with that, then, okay. So, like with sneaker culture, because I know that, um, because again, you, you know, as someone who's an outsider, you mentioned Michael Jordan, right? When he had his Jordan ones or whatever you call it, you know, the red mm. shoes that the NBA kept on finding and finding. It's like, mm, fuck yeah, you guys. Yeah. We're gonna pay for the fine, right? And he revolutionized the game. Like until now, you know, um, there's like, for example, Jordan fives that they keep re-releasing, just changing the color, maybe change the material or whatnot, and and stuff like that. Would you say that when it comes to sneakers, that Michael Jordan is the greatest of all time, easily, like without question? Oh, definitely, definitely. Um, um, like. To a lot of athletes, right? If you ask them, who's the goat of goats? They say Michael Jordan. But if actually, if um, you're into like, uh, if you ask the sneaker community, uh, and the, the fashion heads also, who's really the goat? It's universal. They say they say Michael Jordan, because it's he he um, revolutionized not just the game of basketball, right? But but the style as well. I mean, a lot of the 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 shoes he released was were released already back in the '90s. People are still wearing it now. So, like, if Michael Jordan didn't have the career he had and didn't have like the attitude he had back when he was young, I don't think Jordans will still sell until today. And yeah. it won't. And it will cause a domino effect, about A lot of the shoes or styles or clothes or whatever that were inspired by that era. We will probably wouldn't see it today. Like, you know, I even had a Michael Jordan polo from Nike. I don't know if you know that they released polos before, like short sleeve ones. But I, I used yeah, to have I know. You That's did, nice. right? But you know, like for example, thinking about that, no, like again, I love this guy. But like Kevin Garnett with Anta. No one no Anta's not re-releasing KG, I don't know what to even call yeah. the shoes there, right? Or no one's re-releasing team, you know, like Tim Duncan peak or Tony Parker peak or even Manu Ginobili peak, right? It's really the athlete. Because it is crazy. Like what you said, the last dance, like I again, um, there's so many debates, right? Who's the GOAT? So many people say it's Kobe, you know, R.I.P. Um, some say it's LeBron. And uh there are those who are cultured and say it's Jordan, right? But let's just look at sneakers alone. Who revolutionized the game? Before that, sure, you had Larry Bird Converse. Maybe you had three to four shoes. Magic Johnson, same, three to four shoes. Uh, Bill Russell didn't have a shoe, right? Isaiah Thomas had three to four shoes. But Jordan has like, what, a thousand shoes probably? I mean, if you really count each and every one of them. Oh, you mean like each like color pack? Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Easily. Easily, like no question. I, yeah, I know there's like Jordan twenty, but there's like fifteen colors or whatever, right? Yeah, right. So crazy. Now I want to connect it, connect sneaker culture with your fashion because you're very into streetwear. We kind of bonded a bit about um about uh, shucks, what's that brand again? Uh, that uses Andre the Giant as their logo. Oh, Obey. Obey. Because I told you I wanted to buy the stupid brick, right? Remember that? Yeah. Did you? So like, I haven't, you know. Um, so the story you is. You should have. No, here's the thing. 
like there's this guy because I'm the type of guy I'm super patient when it comes to things I want because it's not a necessity it's a want so I've been collecting NBA cards since 2010 but it's only this year that I was able to get a Kevin Garnett autograph Tim Duncan autographs Bill Russell Kobe etc because I waited for the best deal and I was talking to this guy in eBay he was selling me the brick but he was selling it to me for like sorry excuse me like 220 USD. And I was thinking, man, I'm willing to pay at most 150, 140. You know, and until now, he's still selling it at the same price. So I'm just waiting for him to say, you know what? Fuck you. Let's just get the deal done, right? So we're playing the long game. But yeah, so going back, because sneaker culture and streetwear, they're kind of connected. Because Obey, like what you meant, like what you said, thank you for reminding me, it's a skater brand. I think it was made by it a is. skater, right? It is, it is. And suddenly, you know, they sell like the brick for like 20 pounds or maybe even 15 pounds. It's cheap when you line up, you wait. Wait, wait, wait. Are you talking about Obey or Supreme? They're the one who had the brick. Supreme. Oh, Supreme, Supreme, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah, sorry. What did they Obey do? Obey just did I mean, the Andre. Obey is also a sort of a skate brand. Okay, sorry, but my bad. I'm talking about Supreme. Sorry, Supreme. Supreme as Supreme. you get that, yeah. I'm really a. Uh, Streetwear. They released the brick. Yeah, sorry. So as you know, I'm a very streetwear connoisseur, right? So sorry, yeah. Supreme. Um, they sell shit cheap. The the money gun was probably 40 pounds. That was cheap. Uh, it was like a toy. And then selling. Yeah, yeah. The water gun, probably yeah. the same. The brick, probably 15 to 20. Uh, but it's the resale value that went crazy, though. Right? Because it was first it was Supreme, then Obey. Then Champion, which was like the most badoy brand of all time when you were young. Like, no one fucking cared about fucking Champion, yeah. right? Yeah, I agree. I agree. Better. Remember when you were kids, we would get the Champion undershirts and shit? You know, yeah. just like a fucking Kirkland. It was a Kirkland brand. You, yeah, you know? I, I remember. Like, I don't know if it was fake. I remember Champion was selling in Shopwise. It's like one of those brands. No, I don't think it was yeah, fake. It's, it's, brand, it's Kirkland. It was a Kirkland brand. You know how Kirkland is just everywhere that you can get undershirts? Like, I wouldn't be surprised if maybe in the next 10 to 15 years, Kirkland becomes like a new champion when it comes to oh, their clothes. Yeah, yeah. Dude, you, you know what I mean? So, okay. So, I'm okay, first question. Because you and I, we have two different levels of fashion, right? And more Tito of Manila, corporate, um, uh, formal corporate, while you're more streetwear, skater, into like off-white, where until now I cannot fathom why they're called off-white because they're not really off-white, they're white, but <laughs> fine, if, that, if that's what you want to be called, I respect that, uh, trans callers, I guess. Anyway, um, why are you into like street fashion? Like, what did it, like, how did it speak to you that you're like, you know what, I'm going to stay in this fashion, I'm going to have that Casio's you know, clear watch from like a mini store. Remember that one? <laughs> I said I also wanted the watch, and you're like, let's get it and shit. With a mini calculator because it became expensive. But yeah, why did you say that I'm gonna be like this, even if I become like a dad in the future? Like, what made you decide that this is the hill I'm going to die on when it comes to fashion? That's a good question. Um, it's the whole look, you know. Um, what got me into sneakers? prior to even um, Michael Jordan sneakers was um, like skate shoes, right? Um, I, I used to wear Vans a lot before the Nike SBs. Vans. And I'm really into like 
the, the the skate culture. I'm 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 I was a frustrated skater. I tried to skate. I really sucked at it. So I just eh, you know, I, I can ride it. Okay, then. <laughs> um, but you know, uh, I you wanted to be the X game. You know, just be like the cool kids. Um, yeah, that whole look, the whole angst, the whole swagger of uh, like uh, skate skaters. I mean, skaters wear their shit. Um, you know, baggy clothes. That's natural to them. They needed to wear baggy clothes so that they can move freely well in the air. And people just wore them because it looked cool. Um, it just it translated into another audience. So, uh, parang uh, ganon. And then sumama na rin yung sneakers. Um, and I, young young me in like high school going to college, I discovered hip hop and really enjoyed hip hop. So they they kind of have a similar um, fashion to it also. Yeah, with um, Fubu and stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. A lot of a lot of the early hip hop in the Philippines Fubu means something theater. different, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, man. Was a curve <laughs> I'm sorry, man, but that's the truth, y'all. I, I only <laughs> discovered that recently, like 2016, when I discovered that because I was like, you know, I was a Fubu kid. I kept telling people, I'm a, I was a Fubu kid, you know, because you know the the, the football jerseys, fucking Fat yeah, Joe. Yeah, yeah. I used to like Fubu also. with the Terror Squad, you know. But I was like, dude, you're a Fubu at 13. I'm like, yeah, man. <laughs> I'm a Fubu kid, you know. Lost in translation. <laughs> Yeah, lost. I was like, looking back now, when I discovered in 2016 what it meant, I was like, oh shit, so many people thought I was something else, right? They thought you were balling at the no. Yeah, at fucking 13, right? I was fucking. I don't doubt you were, but yeah. No, no, man. Yu Gi Oh's all the way, 13. Yu Gi Oh. No, but yeah, sorry, go ahead. So, you know, you, you got into hip hop. Like, who, who was your favorite artist back then? Kanye West. Stronger. Um, Heartless. Okay, what's your favorite Kanye song? Oh my god. Oh, I, I know, I know. Okay. Uh, Touch the Sky. Do you know Touch the Sky? No, which album is this? Oh, I hope Kanye fans are not watching. Ah, uh, it's Graduation. Ah, uh, so when he had the bear thing. We had the bear thing with the so, Tommy thing. Yeah. So for mine, it used to be Stronger. But mm. what's that? Um, it was like It's the same album. album. It's the same album. No, yeah, yeah. But what's that? It, it was in the album we're in. It's like Dark Twisted Faith or something, you know, with the ballerinas. Uh, be- my Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Yeah, yeah but what's the famous the next song? One after not that. not, not oh, Heartless. Not no, Heartless. not the next one. Two albums after that. Huh? Yeah, but it's not Heartless. No, 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 no. What's the other one? Monster? Power? Okay, give me one second. Oh, All of I'm the gonna... Lights. No, 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 no. Wait. What's it called? My Beautiful Dark Fantasy or something? My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. My Beautiful. Okay, here we go. Thank you, Google. Oh, no, I no, know no, the no. song you like. I forgot. Wait, wait, wait. It's not all of the lights. Eh? Um, you know what? It's actually not in this album. Oh my god! Wait, one it might be. Um, it might be. You might be referring to a song from uh, the one with Jay Z. Uh, watch no, the no, throne. No. Huh? no, no, no. Um, give me one second. Like, yeah. Let me pull up my discography. It's not, it's not the here. Paris one. The, Wait, the, oh my and, gosh. And this is Paris. Okay. So you're really going to judge me. 
because it's from the same album as um stronger uh-huh it's through the wire oh but that's a good song it's a classic no song. it's really good because it's through the fire but he made through the wire but yeah i also love love lockdown um heartless was excellent the shutter shades i had a fucking pair when i, was I, had, I, had, I had like three. everyone had that <laughs> you buy from the myspace person the local myspace guy who uh, like imported like, all of it like all the colors crazy crazy but yeah so kanye you're you're, you're a kanye guy obviously i mean yeezys uh my sister has the famous yeezy slides that she spent a crazy amount on and they're so ugly <laughs> really comfy man. no i'm sure they're comfy man but like you spend like this amount for freaking slippers yeah the resale is crazy it's like a piece of foam crazy right? man crazy okay so you love you love kanye who else do you like in terms of hip-hop hip-hop oh um i like j cole i like uh, oh okay the basketball player Tyler. Yeah, yeah, the basketball player, Tyler the Creator. Um, I like Kid Cudi. I like Kid Cudi, Kendrick right. Lamar. Wait, wait, Ooh, I, I want to name Kendrick. Kendrick's pretty good. Um, yeah, I, I'm I'm a childish Gambino kind of guy. Uh, yeah, oh, childish Gambino too. Yeah, yeah, I like Ch- who I only discovered recently. He and Donald Glover, the same person. He's same person, yeah. Also, like, I, only, I thought they were brothers. Um, Beyonce, Sasha Fierce. <laughs> but the thing is, the, the whole Sasha Fierce only lasted like one album. I will. Yeah. Unlike fucking, you know, he's Donald Glover and fucking Childish Gambino, you know? It's like, like you know, Tyler the Creator is such a cool name. Like, I wish I was like Paolo the Plumber or something, you know, like something as cool as that, but not Plumber. Then I'll be like a porn star or something. Um, but like Paolo the politics. I mean, you get you get the point, right? So see, I, I like Tyler if you listen to his early music because he's um well it, it's quite known. He's a he's a he's diagnosed gay. um ADHD. Well oh, he turned out to be gay, uh, gay recently. Uh he turned out to be bi recently, but oh he's um, bi, okay, was, my bad, my bad. Sorry he was battling that. like mental health. Uh, really oh, severe like okay. ADHD problems before. That's so, amazing, and he's able to make classic songs. We're we're digressing, but try if you wanna, I know, really discover his music. Look at look into his discography. Um, Bastard is his very first album. He was still a kid, well, kid but teens, right? So, uh, um, listen to that, and uh, chronologically until all his albums, and see how it goes from super twisted dark into like flowery because like he's yeah. peace and actually kind of like post um, okay like you know for me i don't really think we're digressing because i always felt that music and fashion were always intertwined mm, definitely you know what i mean Both so like, look at post malone right um he has this song i fall down or something or i fall mm. that's the only post malone song that i know and like aside from um sunflower you know, because of the Spider-Man film, right? But um, another artist I like, and maybe he's not hip-hop, but I super love this one song of his. It's Frank Ocean, Channel Orange, Thinking About Thinking About You. Yeah, like oh, that, Frank Ocean. Like, love Frank Ocean. Like He's a, an amazing singer. I think he's bi as well. The rumor before was he and Kanye had the thing apparently. 
because you know Kanye just you just respect Kanye, right? Uh, but amazing song, and I, yeah, like what I said, when it comes to music and fashion, I don't think it it is somewhat connected. Because look at Tupac, look at Biggie. That's when baggy clothes came in, right? Tupac was yep. thin and batak as shit, right? That guy had abs. Yeah. Maybe not like 50 cent levels where, you know, if he got shot, he would have survived. But um, <laughs> Obviously, he didn't. He didn't. But you know what I mean? So I don't think we're really digressing. But okay, so you, you fell in love with fashion and all these things because of hip hop and all these things. And actually, that you continue until now. You know, when it comes to hip hop, you know way more than me. You know, my my hip hop is like old hip hop. I'm still like Snoop Dogg, uh, Dr. Dre, Eminem. Uh, who are, I mean, Childish is probably. I mean, those are the, the OGs. I mean, Childish is the is the newest hip hop I probably know. Um, on top of my mind. Uh, but like with that one, Josh. So what was it about that that really connected you? to that kind of fashion because you know me i'm very old school right um aside from my golden shirt right now i usually wear like you know white polos blue polos i have a nice necktie that's like the accent of the outfit i wear a suit leather shoes and that's it you know i have a watch and whatnot but i find that street where it's more complicated than that because like with corp formal corporate when it comes to like suits and stuff your, your, your polo is the blank canvas. It could be, unless if you decide to make it your painting. But typically, your necktie is what carries the outfit. The collars carry the outfit. I think you saw my photo in the bar, right, where I had a nice suit. I, I looked like I was balding. But, you know, gray suit, pink neck, uh, gray suit, orange necktie, pink shirt, collar scheme. But like with streetwear, you can't like really be like that. You know, I like what you said. Yeah, sorry, go ahead. No, I sorry. I, I like what you said. Um, like um, the your, the shirt, comparing it to like a, the whole suit and tie, right? Um, the shirt is a blank canvas. What brings it together is a tie, and then you finish yeah. off with a suit. Um, it's related to what I was going to say that. Uh, for me, fashion is wearable art like for me. So, and why, what I like about watching these rappers um, dress is their attitude towards it. Like swagger, I think was invented by hip hop skate community, right? What yeah. is swagger? Like, it's an attitude. It's like a badass attitude. Hey, we like to be you. Or oh, look at this guy. It's like, like the aura of it and then how they bring themselves, um, you know, how they... Yeah, so how they just go about things um, starts from the way they dress. So for me, like um, being a Leo, I demand attention according to the zodiac. <laughs> I like to be the center of attention. So you know, okay. uh, I the attitude I bring to my clothes. I even though I don't talk to you, um, you'll see me across the room because I'm wearing the set of clothes I'm wearing. Not that yeah. expensive, but no, because but how I put them on. You know, the combination. Yeah, yeah. I've always admired that. So yeah. And I like my personality translating into uh, what I wear. That's why, for me, it's just um, for uh, I find it. So I know some people. Maybe you're not those kind of people, also. But for some people, I, I know someone. And it's not really bad, but 
the, like the Mark Zuckerberg thinking, like they buy ten basic shirts or something like that, so that they don't have to think about. <laughs> they don't have to think about what they wear the first thing in the morning going to work or school, or whatever. But that to me is like, but that's part but of that's the so fun in the day. Like, what if you take yeah. that out? Like, what? What? How? How fun is the day? Right? So yeah, I mean, it's so sad actually. Yeah. Well, for me, for us, right? I mean. So that's how I value uh, clothing. Is that um, not just streetwear in general? Like I'm actually not that much into streetwear anymore because I've like fine-tuned my fashion. But I still really have a lot of respect for it. But um, yeah, I mean, for me, really, it's the messaging you show on your body. If, yeah. No, yeah, you know, like what I said, I always admired you because of your fashion. Because you know, for me, I mean, I'm very old school. You know that. I mean, it's only my neckties that I always believe carried the outfit and, and all of these things. But like again, with streetwear, it's so difficult because you have so many. Um, what's the term for that? Like you have so many elements into the outfit, like the shirt, the trousers, whether you're not going to wear some sort of jacket, the sneakers, the socks, all of these things. Like it, it's it's really crazy. Um, and I could never pull that off because I have like zero knowledge about about stuff like that, you know. So I've always admired that about you because I was like, yeah, you know, Josh always wears great outfits that okay, I could man. never fathom ever like being in that level. Like I could copy your outfit, you know what I mean? But I couldn't like deeply be like a copycat, if that makes sense. You know how like I see your outfit on Wednesday. Let's say, for example, you wear a James Harden Nike. Sorry, James Harden added a shirt with let's say um, <laughs> I don't know, um, some sort of denim shorts, and you wear let's say an Air Force Ten or whatever, right? I couldn't just buy the exact same outfit and copy it, but I don't have that kind of fashion instinct that you do. If that makes sense. Like right now, you're wearing a freaking denim jacket to this podcast, right? But it looks amazing on you. Like it's it's perfect with your gray shirt. Aesthetically, it's nice. Black uh, glasses that are round, perfect aesthetically. Wait till you see what I'm wearing downstairs. Yo, I know. (laughs) 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 I mean, that in itself carries it on its own, right? But we're um, from home. Unlike me, I'm wearing a complete outfit because um, after this podcast, I have to go to a... I was invited to a, a party. Oh my God, I'm so old. Uh, so that's why I'm wearing this. The, the theme is El Chapo. So that's why. Oh, so that's, why. That's, that's why. that's why. That's why, right? Because That's why you uh, look like a kingpin. <laughs> that's why I look like I'm going to sell you cocaine, right? Uh, and that's why I was wearing my Celtics ring uh, as well. Uh, yeah. But yeah, but with that one, no. So we're talking about you know, streetwear fashion and your fashion. And I guess I'm curious, like, you know, I tagged you in that, I don't know, was it Uniqlo or, or Asics or whatever? You remember that old Japanese Oh, guy? New Balance, New Balance. New Balance, right, right, right. Do you think you'd still dress the same even if you're like a dad and you're like in your 50s and stuff like that? Oh, definitely. That? I think you would be more like, you know those dads when they wear like a shirt and they tuck it in like khaki shorts and they wear the New Balance shoes with like the long white socks? Yeah, so go ahead. Do you think you'd carry that? The funny thing is, like, I I, I see those dad looks and, like, 
I, I dropped that. <laughs> you know, that's how, that's how I think. Puede. Probably, probably, probably not. I mean, depends on how I feel during that age. But I, I think it will depend on the interpretation. Like maybe Gen Z, 10, A, A, whatever, generation kids so are. Whatever those letters are. Like those Jesus. days, how they see us is Badui, but for us, it looks cool. So, but that's just maybe perspective. But I think one thing's not going to change is that I'll still think about what I'm gonna wear, but it's all mindful. Um, what 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 I put on my myself, kait na, you know, I'm that age. But people see it as like, oh, you're so tito na ito. Like you know, I can imagine like fucking fifty, like late fifties. Our kids are like in fucking college and shit, and you and I are just grabbing lunch, and you're doing you, and I'm doing me. You know? Yeah. Hopefully, we still have yourself. Like, fuck, yeah. man. Oh, I hope so, too. For me, I also. <laughs> if not, I think we could just rock the 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 facial hair with the Mr. Clean look, you know? Mm-hmm. I, I think our, our Spanish genes could handle that. Okay. So, the next thing I want to talk to you about is life. And that's such a big topic. Because, you know, I really love your introduction where you're talking about being a Zen Chad and writing, like, riding life like a wave because you know i was thinking about it and i just want to hear your opinion about this okay you can, you can just be honest okay i don't know if i'm just the only one or what but do you do you like do you also feel that people in general just make life so fucking complicated like unnecessarily complicated like how do you feel about that statement all the time all the time um, I mean, it, I'd like to have, you know, to know more people. I think I'm a, you know, I, I said I'm a Zen chat. <laughs> so yeah. I'm a life surfer. My goodness. Um, takes life. It's not the one takes life easily. There's there's a negative and a positive connotation to it. It's like, um, you know, just going where life takes you, but you can steer it in a certain way. But the thing is, you ride the wave. I mean, you see the ocean, the waves are there. Um, when you die, the waves are still there. When we weren't here yet, the waves were still there. So uh, meaning to say like that's so that's like analogy of life that everything that comes to you is like somewhat in, in, in the grander scheme of things you cannot control. But what you can control is how you take it, right? Yeah. You get hit or like die in the wave or you can surf the wave. So I feel like um, I, I'd like to say that I surf the waves, um, but a lot of people go against it, you know, um, making stuff yeah, complicated and harder for them, harder for everyone Littering around the them. <laughs> like a common friend of ours, maybe. Um, no, I just, I just name dropped her, Lorraine, Rita Lorraine. <laughs> <the thing. laughs> Google that. <laughs> I'm not Google that. Google her, Facebook her. <laughs> yeah, if you can guess her correct Facebook name in the first place. <laughs> oh, is it him? Fuck, man. Yeah. Is it me? <laughs> am I am I a bad person? <laughs> fucking, like, can I just say, like, fucking core memory, man. Um, No, but yeah. You, you should know. have worn a barong today. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I should have a, a, an ube face or whatever, right? Um, yeah. With the Gucci buns. But um, no. But you know, with with that one, you know, I was thinking about it, right? 
And uh, as a lot of people know, I- I'm still single right now. Um, as a lot of people in my close circle. But you, know, you can go to TikTok and, and find nasty comments about me. And I just find it amusing because I don't really give a fuck, right? Uh, because, you know, you say nasty comments about me, but you flirt on me with my Instagram. But anyway, um, what do you call this? Why? It's true, though. Um, no, I'm just no, so surprised. Is, you said it. I have to say it because, you know, the funny thing is, um, because here's the thing. I'm not a perfect person, right? None of us are. And yet, I'm being made such a villain to some people who comment some shit. And yet, they, they want to go out with me, right? Sorry, I just really had to call it out because it's a bit frustrating. You know, a lot of people like to project. Like, dude, for example, someone's like, hey, you, you want to, do you want to, you know, let's get down to business to defeat the Huns, right? And I'm like, one second, I'm not looking for that right now, you know? But I guess the thing is, the reason why I was talking about, like, complications about life is because, you know, after my last relationship, sorry, I had to use that as an example, you know, I realized that people are people. We're in, you know, we're complicated, we want certain things and all that. But I realized also that we can also be the reasons why life is complicated. Like, for example, I was talking to a friend recently. Uh, again, platonic, nothing else, friend. friend. I just want to make it clear. I it's don't friend. want to come out as the as the Malande ex of wherever. But um, you don't want to be branded like an old Filipino streetwear brand. Yeah, yeah, or someone who's like, oh, you know, he 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 likes these kinds of women, and I'm like, not not necessarily, but anyway, um, she was telling me that, shucks, uh, what was she telling me? All right, that, you know, she was never really asked on a date, like guys would label it as a hangout, and I'm like, okay, I mean, if I'm gonna go out with Josh and Ina or Isa or whoever, Lors or whoever. I call it a hangout. Obviously, it's not a date. I mean, I know Josh and I have a secret love affair. But anyway, um, oh, uh, sorry, Ina, Alcala, the, the good <laughs> Um, But with that, uh, what do you call this? Obviously, that's a hangout. But I want to ask you, I know you never really experienced this because you're a good guy. Um, <laughs> you know, you're, you're a great human being and all these things. You never really made as many mistakes as I did in life. I didn't say you never made a mistake. I just said you didn't make as many mistakes as I am. But like, if you're interested in someone, right? Would you call it a date? Again, just interested and just a date. Would you Would you call it a date or would you call it a hangout? Again, Ooh, you're interested. Question. In yeah. I mean, depends on where you are. It's strategic. <clears throat> right. Um, no, just, I mean, okay. Thing, why does it depend where you are? Now, let's assume that you both like each other, and that you both know that you're getting to know each other to see where this leads. So, okay, I'll I'll simplify it for you. It's not like, for example, this like your friend from let's say you know you guys are blockmates or whatever. It's not like that. Let's say you you met on an online app or friends introduced you guys or whatnot to date. You know what I mean? So let's remove that complication. So go ahead. 
Sige, it's not based on where you are. So, like, why I said that before was sometimes baka mabigla yung whoever you're... Um, With the you know, word who, date? I mean, it, for some, it's too much. About, hey, why, why are you calling it a date? Because we're hanging out. It might, it might okay. be a, a flag for you <laughs> to know, oh, okay, so you're not treating this as a Oh, date. then you have to listen to the red flags, uh, flaws, green flags, and gray. Okay, but why though? Like, okay, I, I just want your opinion, all right? Again, just your opinion. It doesn't mean that it's for everyone or whatever. But why would the word date? It's not relationship. It's not MU or whatever. It's just a date. Why would it be kind of something that would pressure someone or whatever? I guess maybe um, it's a culture thing. Maybe I'm part of it. That's why I'm saying it. I'm a part of the, that kind of Pinoy culture. We're different. Sorry, from, what did you say? Like, it's like, a, can you hear me now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, sorry, I, I think I misheard something. Yeah, go ahead. It's, I think it's kind of part of Pinoy culture. So let me explain. Um, sure. In the US or other like Western countries, they have this hookup culture, right? I mean, in the let's get straight YouTube. to it. One night stands are like a... Um, it's common to them, and it, it's just, it's nothing. Uh, the taboo is not to go to there. There is no taboo, um, but no taboo at all. Right? Um, here, like oh oh oh, yung bastos mo ay ay ano pa ang landi mo, de ba? Or ay kami mo harot harot mo. <laughs> Masahol kang ano? <laughs> but the, you know, um, so when I remember say, one person, <laughs> which is another episode altogether. So when, when <laughs> so you know when when here when people say date I date <laughs> sorry go ahead go ahead I'll, I'll just mute myself first <laughs> so when here when it's like a um, yeah it's a reaction when people when people hear, hear date oh. Are we going to relationship or are we going to get married? I mean, I'm exaggerating, but there's a quite a leading loaded expectation that it's going to go, that you're serious about each other. But I agree. Maybe your date. point you're getting to it. Maybe it hasn't, it, it's not necessarily supposed to be like that. I mean, date is just yeah. two people who like each other going out, hanging yeah. out. It's interesting, but, you, you know? It doesn't have to end in, you know, anything. It just could be a nice hang. Yeah. Therefore, I mean, but, it could be okay. interchangeably like a hangout. But if you call it a date, it shouldn't be a problem. Yeah. But it's like, okay, go ahead. Yeah. No, no, go ahead. Go but ahead, go yeah, ahead. but Pinoy's, I think, it's a very Pinoy thing to um, think of a date as a very loaded, um, there's a lot of baggage to it. So again, you're saying. No, but like, you know, um, again, you know my history and shit. For me, again, hangouts are with friends. You know, but if you're interested in someone, just call a date. If nothing happens after that, then nothing happens. There are one night, or there are just one day dates or one night dates. That's it. Not necessarily that they had anything sexual or whatever, but you just went out, nothing happened, then nothing happened. Right? I, I don't know. I don't know if I'm just old school or whatever. But I'm a huge fan. Not really a huge fan, but 
I believe in labels. Like if I go out with you, Josh, and let's say we're both single and whatnot, and hyena, um, that's a date. But you know, if I'm hanging with friends or whatnot, it's a hangout. I just don't understand why people have to change meaning to words. Because I think the one thing about me that you know, oh, nawala si Ina. Um, the, the one thing you know about me is language, words, meaning. That's the thing about me. I never say anything that I don't mean. I never use a word that I feel isn't the right word for the situation. I've told this to Lars, I've told this to my sister, that when you say something, make sure you're using the right words. Because words are important. That's how we have language. That's how we have words such as crush, fancy, interested. But when you go deeper, you have love, admiration, idolization, all of these things. So it, it just bothers me that when you guys, for example, when two people meet on a dating app or just meet because two friends are like, we think bagay kayo, we call it a hangout. It's not. You know, it's a date. You know, and hey, you, anything, met an, you met on a dating app. <laughs> yeah. How is it not so, a date? So I just I just don't get it. You, you know, like I guess the one thing, you know, I'm just so old school. You know, I mean, you know me, I'm so fucking old school when 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 it, when it comes to shit like this. Like when it comes to life. Okay, like can I ask you right now? What is the meaning of what is the meaning of life for Josh Arguelles? Ooh, that's a hard question for me at this point in my life. No, like right what now, what do you think is the meaning of life? It doesn't need to be perfect, man. I mean, we could have another episode, two, three, four, five, or even six seasons. Oh, Jesus, do I even have the enough energy to do six more seasons after this? But anyway, um, it's up to you, man. But you get the point, right? Like, people change. And when people change, opinions change. How we feel about things change. Our beliefs change. You know? Like, you know, um, James Gunn, the director of um, Guardians of the Galaxy, the good Suicide Squad film, said some racist things in the past, but he doesn't believe it now. Because, you know, if me, like fucking me, if all the things I said, even just last year, came to bout, I'd be canceled easily. But I don't believe in those things anymore because we change. So for you, right now, top of mind, what is life for Josh Arguedes 2022? Life is so... Let me get back to how I viewed life before. Life is... Yeah, yeah. We talk about life goals. About just life, like what is life for you? Before I used to think about life, you know, you need to be you need to find happiness in life. I, yeah. I thought that before, right? And um, you need to do what you love, it's it's all a romantic, you need to be if that's if, if that means being successful, you have to be successful, you have to uh, get money, meet nice friends, um, have a nice house, have a nice family. But to me, is now, I mean, those still, don't get me wrong, those things still matter, right? I mean, who are we to say that, you know, we don't want happiness and uh, fulfillment? But to me, is accept, I mean, 
it's enjoying the journey for me. Life is enjoying the journey and not regretting. Yeah, like um, like what you said, I maybe had some bad words before and uh, had some terrible views, ideologies in life. Or, or um, even just ideas. Yeah, but the important thing is who you are now. Uh, what yeah. what are the changes that happened prior to that? I, I mean, yeah. um, in between that and to, who are you today? Um, so what I would try to say is life is not caring about the ideal destination or or like just in general, caring about the destination. It's about caring um, about the journey, who you, the people you meet, who you are, how you change despite that. Your, your past. I mean, a lot of people have really, really um, a lot of baggages, you know. And um, we all do in varying ways. And then a lot, and people don't know that about you, right? People just see you, who you are now, and judge you against that. Um, yeah. But they don't know what it took for you to be this person you're there looking at today. So, yeah. so life is, for me, is about yeah, I mean, constantly evolving, riding the wave, you know? I mean, how how you take it. Because all these things um, happen to you for a reason. You could have, you know, there's there's no time machine invented yet. You can't go back and change yet. it. Yet. So what happened, happened. No matter how we overthink the past was and how we overthink the future is going to be, it's going to happen. I mean... I mean, you're 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 quite um, sort of religious now, so I mean, everything has a plan already, has been planned out. Just... I like how you said sort of religious. All right. <laughs> no, I, I mean, so um, it's how you take it. It's how you yeah. react to to every everything that, that that revolves around you. No, you know, we actually have the same definition. Like for me, when it, and I told this Lars that. When it comes to self-improvement, change, or even life, it's never about the journey, but sorry, it's never about the destination, but the journey, the experience. Because you know, I love your your definition because that is the truth. You know, we experience everything differently, especially when it comes to pain. I could fall off a bike. Five minutes. Five minutes later, I just clean off the soil, ride again. But if let's say Lars falls from the bike, she could cry for ten hours. For example, I mean, we're all different. That way. <laughs> I mean, you know, sorry, extreme examples, but that that that's it. You know, like the thing is, uh, I just hate the whole overcomplication about. Like, you know, especially when it comes to dating or, or whatnot. Like, okay, um, I want to see you. You want to see me. Then why do we not reply to each other's messages for a couple of hours? Couldn't we just simply say, hey, you know, I have a busy day. I'll talk to you tonight. Hey, I, I won't be able to, to message you as often, but, you know, have a good day. I mean, I have some experience with that didn't turn out well but uh but that's the thing about life you know you you make decisions you make mistakes but the important thing is you learn from them you know you live your life and you know the most important thing about life for me josh is that you live a good life 
doesn't mean that you'll be Jeff Bezos rich or whatever. But you live a life wherein people say, you know, Josh is a great guy. He's a nice guy. He's not an asshole. He's not, an, I, you know, he's not from a particular place and doing a particular job that your office made guessed by just seeing how you look, right? Um, he's just an overall good guy. And I think that's what we should aim for. I, I, I agree. I mean, right? Not that I agree to what you say. I mean, I, I'm, I appreciate You kind of do, though. You kind of do because I kind of got in like the nail in the coffin, you know. But no, but yeah, like you know, I'm old. Um, I'm ancient. That's not but, true. We're the same age. Oh man, I feel so fucking old. You you know, just talking to these young people. But um, but yeah, you know that, that that's the thing about life. That's why I love your introduction about being a Zen Chad, you know, riding life like a wave. Because, you know, I think you could agree, I've mellowed down a lot in life. Like, I'm so chill. I, I, I do my once-in-a-while um, roasting of people. Hello to the TikTok people who said shit about me but want to date me. But anyway, um, <laughs> y- you know, but, like, that's life. Eh? Y- you know, like... People can say shit about you. People um, could could want to date you out of nowhere, but it depends on how you want to live your life. You know, I I I started this whole Iglap short talks, right? Uh, you're you're familiar with that. Thank you for listening to a few episodes. Um, and I just thought that so many people just don't get it. You know, like there are people out there who claim to be over their ex, but they continuously look for their ex in other people. And I tell them, the fact that you guys are exes means that if you look for your ex in another pe- person, it will not going to work. Yeah. Because they're your ex for a reason, you know. I mean, you, 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 you're in a great place, so you can't really relate. But uh, for people like me and people whose names start with letter L, um, we're just stuck in this cycle. You know, so I want to ask you something. Um, because, you know, you, you, you've um, been a role model for a lot of people when it comes to life, wow. career, um, partnerships, and all these things. What's an advice you would give the younger people? See, see that's the thing, right? Um... Um, you'd think that, but you know, as no, you uh, make mistakes, obviously. But how do you handle them, man? Don't, 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 don't try to be humble, dude. I'm not saying that you're perfect and shit. Again, we're not. But what's an advice you'd give people? Hmm. Siguro an advice I give people that um, for me, it's. I, I I told you before on uh, one of the times we we, we, we really talked like this. Real talk, yeah. Because my my motto in life is no regrets. But you know, yeah. I'm not a hypocrite. There's a lot of things I regret. Of course. Um, it's just the mentality of it, right? No regrets meaning you choose not to regret it. But of course, you do regret it because that's yeah, yeah, yeah. human nature. 100%. So, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Wayne Gretzky, yeah. right? Yeah, so that's my point, right? Um, don't wait 
for something that you thought about um, doing. Because, you know, just, um, do it. just simplify life, right? Don't. So a lot of the things that we don't do, we overthink it. And a lot of the things we say to react to something, we overthought the reaction to it. Sometimes you just have to react and do it. Um, yeah. So a lot of, I have a lot of frustration, uh, not frustrations, but um, semi-regrets to go in life that I um, I wanted to do something and didn't try it. Now it's kind of too late. I still can, but it's probably a lot harder for me than I was with back then. Um, so And like, why do you even need to do it, right? It's yeah. more of that. It also applies to relationships. If you wanted to talk to this person for the longest time, what's stopping you? I mean, um, there's a lot of things that siguro you're, you're in the back of your mind. Oh, maybe you should react in this way or because ganyan or or we're a different religion or, or she's Chinese <laughs> or you know, or she, she, she he used to he used to date ganyan. <laughs> so take take these no, things she out she became of a famous um, online influencer and forgot about who was there since day one you know stuff like that oof, oof. You know. Oh, you know, if this episode becomes popular, I'm super Ooh, spicy. Okay. <laughs> oh, like um, like jalapeno Dorito spicy. Yeah, like like hot one spicy. Like oof, tama pala si Paolo level so spicy. Oof, something very rare I hear, but yeah, yeah. So um, just let go of all your oh. Bring back to the like we we had an episode. Did we have an episode about Avatar? We did have an episode about Avatar. We did have an episode about Avatar, and so there's I, going to be a new one. And my favorite villain, right? See, who's this bald guy? Oh my god, the third season oh, of Legend what's of Korra. What's his name? Oh, yeah, that yeah, is... he's the best villain, best villain, right? Best so, anyway, villain. we'll take a long time researching him. Give me one moment, I have to get his fucking name. It's not that it was a Z, um, Avatar Korra, um, villains. I hate season two though. That was a fucking Zahir. Zahir. Fucking Zahir. Zahir. Okay, yeah, I found it. I just say, fuck you. Um, what was his name? Unalak. Worst fucking villain. Really? Fucking nature. Fuck you, man. Zahir. That's a dragon season. But towards the end, you know, you see Uncle Iroh. Oh. Yo, no, but still. So, fucking Zahir. And so Zahir I had this motto, right? Um, I'm not Pascal Siakam. Oh, sh- I forgot. Um, I know. Let go I know of your about. earthly tethers. Yeah, and just, the that's void. how he flew. Oh, that's how he fucking flew. Remember he when he lost flew. his girlfriend? So he, he lost his girlfriend. Go. He lost his fucking girlfriend. And he's like, let go of your earthly possessions. It popped. Like it popped in his mind. But I'm fucking went flew. into this mode. He fucking flew, man. But that was that you fly if you let go of what's holding you down. You fly. That's the point of this conversation. Yeah. If you don't try it, you wouldn't fly. Even though if you dream of flying. Yeah. No, fucking Zahir. Best fucking (laughs) villain of that. Best villain ever. Fuck you, Unalak. Legend of Korra. Fuck you, Unalak. Really. Fuck you, Unalak. Worst fucking villain of all time. Ooh, I, I have twin daughters who are kind of hot, but I want to be like a <laughs> villain. Like, fuck man. No, but yeah. So, Josh, you know, I don't want to keep you longer. You've been an amazing guest. Uh, 
and all these things. Uh, before I let you go, you know, just drop out your, you know, just do your plugins. You know, where can people follow your amazing sneaker collection? And guys, you know, Josh is an amazing guy. Uh, he's in a relationship right now. So if you need any advice, go to him. Paulo Aguas knows nothing. The Iglap Short Talks need nothing. I'm just kidding. Oh, but yeah. No, man. No, man. I mean, but yeah, go ahead, Josh. Yeah. What are your plugins, man? I have nothing to plug. That's my life right the now. Fuck? Look at people um, want to follow you because you're Catch whatever I'm trying to do in the next 10 years. And uh, oh, me and Ino might start something. So that's that. Uh, we can't say. Um, I might jinx it. Um, okay. But you know, just surfing life. I will, will catch me. I mean, catch my IG. I guess. So you can catch me riding the wave, I guess. I, I really have nothing to plug. So myself. Okay. No, I respect okay. I might that. be a so, TikTok star in the, by the next year. Okay. Yeah. Then, you know, <laughs> you could just forget who was there from the beginning, right? When yeah. all your friends start messaging. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. I won't do that. No, of course you won't do that. But, uh, but you know, that's you. But anyway, um, from my end, Iglap will be back next week. We will have Lorraine Gazingan actually hosting next week. She'll be talking to wow. me. So I'm the guest. Guest host. host. Jimmy yeah. Kimmel. So this she's the guest Kimmel host. And I'm the fucking guest, man. Like she's going to be asking Ooh. me questions and shit. And uh, we'll tune in for that. I'm excited for that. I mean, I have no idea what she's going to ask me. Um, it's going to be fun. Then uh, watch out for the next Iglap short talk. So the last episode. Shucks, what was my last episode about? Sorry, I think it was, yeah. So I'm going to like reiterate all the Iglap short talks. So give me one second. Sorry, Josh. I know you're a bit tired, but you know, I just want no, dude, to listen. No, dude, just go ahead. So, guys, this um, is the Iglap short talks. Really good. Thanks, man. Like, you know, pursuing and chasing. Then episode four is about red flags, flaws, green flags, and gray flags. Then you have settling and versus stability. Sunday's episode, and this is the first time I'm going to do this in terms of announcing what the episode is about. So we all know what unconditional love is, right? We hear that phrase a lot. I mean, you have for sure, Josh, yeah? Yeah, we actually studied it. Yeah, but here's the thing. I don't believe in unconditional love because everything has a condition. But what I do believe in is meaningful love. And that's what this Sunday's episode is going to be about. So if you're interested... Uh, just watch out for the Sunday. It's probably going to be released by maybe 9 or 10 a.m. I have a men's breakfast. Oh, no, that's Saturday. What am I doing on Sunday? Oh, right. Okay. So I have a I have a discussion at 10 a.m. this Sunday, but I will release the episode before that. So watch out. It's going to be unconditional love versus meaningful love. And let's see where this goes. But Josh, thank you so much for being here. You know, you're a busy guy. Thank you. I appreciate your time. You know, you're such an awesome person. I will have you next season if that's okay. But right, uh, for sure, man. Iglap will be back next to week. Uh, Iglap Short Talks will be back on Sunday. Iglap Short, uh, Iglap Short Talks will be back on Sunday. Normal Iglap will be back next week, Thursday, with Laura's hosting. Until then, take care, stay safe. Bye, everyone. Take care.